0: Hello and welcome to Evenscore, the music and production podcast with your hosts Michael and Andy, the incompetent intonators from Ibiza. If you're looking for original compositions and their analyses on basis of a bi-weekly changing theme, you are at the right place.
1: But to begin with, as is tradition. We would like to apologize for our accents and general lack of vocabulary, as we're not native speakers. And now, let's start this episode, which will be following the theme, Dice. How was that? Wonderful.
0: What a week. Can you believe it? So many things happened.
1: Yeah, what happened?
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> Nothing happened. I just thought that I don't really need to record this over and over again for every episode. I just could take the beginning of the sentence and then record the the theme for the episode. Mm-hmm. Because I'm always very nervous doing my radio voice and talking like this. <laughs> And as we all know, your voice is totally different in everyday
0: <laughs> conversation.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. You might not hear it, but I'm really trying hard to sound like someone who should be speaking.
0: Yeah, you're, you're right. I'm not really hearing it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what I thought.
0: So Michael, anything to talk about from your side?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I just want to give a quick shout out to all those YouTube channels like KEXP or Audio Tree or NPR Music. I think it's called NPR Music, the one with the tiny desk concerts where the artists perform their songs live. Because I think it's a really great format to discover new music. Um, for example, I discovered Snail Mail, Portrayal of Guilt, Dilly Dally, really great bands. And there are also bands that I already know and love that play there. So it's really great to see them play those intimate. or or kind of intimate live shows and the sound quality is always great and with audio tree for example you can always download the sessions on itunes and i think you can listen to it on spotify and the quality is really great thanks youtube channels that do you do
0: do you know apartment sessions
1: no what's apartment sessions
0: that's like um i I got to this channel via adam neely as so often but it's like a they assemble groups of people of musicians in one apartment and it's really creatively arranged location-wise so (laughs) sometimes you have like this what is called a bunk bed where you have one bed on the (laughs) ground floor and then one higher up yeah and for example the guitarist sitting on the higher position and uh, the lower bed is used as the the seat for the drama or something like that so it's usually really cramped but the sound quality is really good and i i really love it because um there's a video where they also talk about how they how they prepare for that and you can see that everybody gets his own score uh, his own sheet music and they already have a clear picture of where everybody will uh, will be and then you can see comments on the sheet music, like "Turn Lisa's page or something, and Lisa is the person <laughs> next to him, and she has she hardly has any room to maneuver, so <laughs> he has to turn the page for her or something like that and it's usually really, really cool, but I think they play almost exclusively covers because they of course they are usually just a bunch of people who might know each other but not all of them know each other they are not a set band
1: so it's not like they invite bands to play their songs there it's about inviting different musicians and creating something there with them exactly okay
0: and it's really cool because they have different camera angles and you can see that usually they're really totally separated from each other so some some band members don't even remotely see the the other people who are in the apartment. They they just have to rely on <laughs> their sheet music and whatever they can see. They have no cues or anything like that, even though they. Well, I guess
1: they, they can hear each other.
0: Yeah, of course they can. But <laughs> if there's a if there's a certain cue for a for a bridge part or because there's usually somebody like in the center of the whole thing that is conducting sort of conducting the whole piece
1: one of the musicians or do they have a conductor there
0: Nah, it's i think it depends i think i've seen both so usually there's one guy or one girl who is kind of trying to keep the whole thing together at all times i think it's really cool
1: and so this is more in a jazz context i guess
0: Mm, not necessarily they are playing like perfectly arranged cover songs of some pop songs or really old folk songs and stuff like that
1: there are always songs you probably know they're always they're always existing songs and they're arranging it in a cool way
0: sometimes they they play songs which i don't know and I did not put the research in to see if it's an <laughs> okay. original song of one of the participants. Okay. So I'm not in the position to give you confirmation on either of those.
1: Okay. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. I think I'm going to check that one out. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the channels I was talking about, like KEXP or NPR, are radio stations and they're always so kind to film the artist when you're playing there. And I don't know what Audio Tree is. They always have cool artists there. Sometimes in really cool locations like churches or warehouses or something like that. And then you can buy the sessions on iTunes. And the audio quality and the production is really, really great. Yeah, so thanks for doing that, I guess. Thank you, YouTube artists.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're making our lives better with every minute. Yeah. And of we course, thank you, listener, for listening to us, because you are really
1: making our life better <laughs> any minute. Did you say thank you, listener, because there's only one?
0: No, I want to relate on a more personal level, so each listener will think ah, okay. that I'm talking to him.
1: Or her. Okay. <laughs> um, shall we continue with the analysis and presentation?
0: Of course, it sounds like a good way to get into that.
1: There's a cat in the picture.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Touching the microphone. <laughs> so, as you probably know, we're doing this via <laughs> Skype because we're not in the same location in Ibiza, it is, I think, today. Yeah. We're on different and parts of the island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Andy is playing with his cat. It's not a euphemism. It's an actual cat. Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> what proceed. would cat
0: be a euphemism for?
1: I don't want to say. <laughs> let's go on with the analysis. Yeah. Um. Andy started last time, so I think this time it's my turn. As you probably heard in the beginning, or maybe you didn't because you just tuned in right now. Which would be a weird thing to do. But hey, listener, you do you. Um, Our theme is Dice. And my song has a very, very clever title. And it's called Trapped Under Dice. Like Metallica song Trapped Under Ice.
0: Ooh, nice. Can you please explain for a second why you chose the topic?
1: I I really can't. I don't know why I chose it. Because (laughs) it was two weeks ago, a long time ago. How would I remember what I thought two weeks ago?
2: Yeah, fair enough. But I think... (laughs) I cannot argue that.
1: (laughs) I think it's a very promising theme and we came up with cool ideas, probably. At least you did. But we'll get into your song later. Um, I also have alternative title ideas for my song, which would be Behind Blue Dice. Okay. Yeah. What, no about, one's what about What <laughs> about
0: the dice girls? <laughs> or, or
1: <laughs> that would be the name of my band. <laughs> Posh Dice and This one it's a thinker. So listen closely, Pair of Dice City. Oh. I'm very proud of that one. Yeah. But Wonderful. I think trapped under but dice But not proud enough <laughs> to put it as the actual title of your song. Yep, I think trapped under dice. Is is a more elegant wordplay.
0: How would you continue? Take me down to the pair of dice city where the... Luck is... Clean. <laughs> clean luck. Do you say that? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to keep the original <laughs> r- r- rhyme. Like green, clean. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Where the casinos are clean. And... Uh,
0: and the text breaks shitty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh, good one. <laughs> so yeah, um, in this song, so my approach to this song was what we originally intended for this, this podcast or for our podcast song songs, I think, um, to make up some arbitrary rules um, that kind of fit the theme and then follow the rules, even if it doesn't really make sense musically so to say (laughs) that is uh, that is exactly what we thought (laughs) yeah so um as you know a dice has six faces Mm. yeah and so i tried to make a song where almost every parameter or almost every musical or compositional parameter is quantized with six numbers so to say so every Parameter is decided with a throw of a dice. So So would
0: you say that six faces or six is the characteristic number for a dice? Isn't it? I would. I mean, I would argue that many people would, when they think of dice, um, first argue four or eight because of the corners or the 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 base face. You know, the base form, which is a square
1: yeah but the important thing about the dice are the numbers it produces yeah but and that not, that not its, that its means
0: form. you're referring to dice exclusively as the what do you call toy or the, the casino device dice not a not any form that is just six squares packed together
1: yeah the the form you're talking about is a cube isn't it so that's not called the dice
0: ah probably yeah but a cube cannot, can't a cube also be not a dice?
1: <laughs> you mean can a dice also be not a cube?
0: No. Yes, I think a, a cube can be based on a rectangle.
1: You have to have squares for a cube. That's how it's defined. Okay. Aren't you some kind of engineer or something?
0: <laughs> yeah, as you said, I probably mixed up German and English. Yeah. Because in German, which is. Um, due to the many tourists here the, uh, ibiza. became became the <laughs> dominant language of ibiza
1: <laughs> yeah
0: we we speak german here
1: spanish the, the is not the sorry. red bull drinking right-wing party tourists that brought I mean, german
0: as long as everything is legal i think we're
2: <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: Um, could it be that your whole song is based on this misunderstanding? Uh, no Or okay. No,
0: I mean everything that is geometrically true for a cube is also geometrically true for a dice
1: Yeah So, That's right.
0: no I made no mistake here
1: Yeah, Um. the sound in the background is again the cat, which is
0: <laughs> Slowly starting to disassemble my <laughs> home studio
1: Yeah <laughs> okay so um my first dice throw decided how long the song should be and thankfully two minutes came out then the second dice throw was about how many instruments or tracks i would use and i now have three instruments and for the the bpm of the song i rolled the dice three times so i had five three and six which gave me 90 bpm and 90 bpm with two minutes Um, Results in 60 measures So I I had 60 measures To randomly fill The song is in 6-8 of course Because you have 6 faces on a dice Yeah And And how many corners? On a cube you mean?
0: (laughs) It doesn't matter
1: Yeah I was trying to make a joke Yeah That went well Um, Yeah so for every bar Of this 60 bars I rolled How many notes would be played In one bar so all notes yeah so all notes are eighth notes yeah and then i rolled the beat on which those notes would fall so if a beat came up twice i of course rolled the dice again how How many
0: how many times did you roll the dice for this song like in total if you Uh, if if basically everything you did was (laughs) decided by dice throwing
1: i didn't count but when you hear the song you could count all the notes and then you'd know it Okay. Yeah, and then I rolled the note, which would be played. So I divided the octave into six notes, which gave me a whole tone scale. So I started with C. So one would be C, two would be D, three would be E, four would be F sharp, five would be G sharp, and six would be A sharp. Why did did you start with C? Because I always start with C. And there are only two possible ways to make a whole tone scale. You could start with C or with C sharp, and then you'd get all the notes. Mm-hmm. So I decided I'd start with the C1 for some reason. And then I did that for every measure and every instrument. So for, as an example, for the first track in the first measure, this means I rolled a four, which gives me four notes in a bar. And then I rolled the first beat, which would be beat four. And then I rolled which note would land on this beat. So on beat four, I got a G sharp then I rolled again which gave me a 2 so on beat 2 I got a I rolled a 1 which gave me a C on beat 2 then an F sharp on beat 5 and then for my fourth beat I rolled beat 1 and then a 5 which gave me a G sharp on the first beat what
0: (laughs) okay no no uh, you know what I won't question it just one question uh to the overall analysis are you now yeah. going to
1: go through every measure of the song like no, this? No, I just wanted to illustrate my okay. technique with the first bar. But as you played with your cat and as, you, as you're as you continuing to play with your cat, you're not really listening. I am That's listening. why you you didn't get it. No, so, it
0: it's really I, difficult to follow when you say you roll the dice, this, 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 and this means beat, beat, note, beat, note. And you refer to two
1: things as beat. I think I could start over so I rolled the dice for the number of notes in one bar which gave me a four so I had four notes in one bar then for every note I had to know on which beat this note would land after I rolled the beat I had to roll the note itself at first I rolled a four which told me that on beat four a note has to happen and then I rolled which note ...has to happen on this Yeah, I, four, I got everything, but then you said for, and my, and
0: for my second beat,
1: I rolled for the beat... <laughs> so for the second beat, I rolled a 2. So the second beat is beat 2, and then I rolled a 1, which would give me a C on beat 2. It's really not that complicated, but I'm unable to explain it in a way that's satisfying, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, and that's how I went about the whole piece. And I didn't r- use a real dice, because... I couldn't find one, so I built a dice program in Max MSP, which gave me random numbers from one to six, and then the corresponding notes. And next to this, I opened my note editor software with endless bars of eighth note rests, where I filled the notes in that I rolled. So it was always clicking on the Max patch, getting getting my numbers, and then filling them in mindlessly into my note editor software. And then I used three different pianos in three different octaves in Cubase because I rolled a three at the beginning and I panned them left center right. So I think the the piano playing the bass notes is on the right then the piano playing the higher notes is on the left and the piano playing the middle note so to say is in the middle and that's basically the whole song. And I think it sounds due to the um the whole note scale I used and the random rhythms that sounds very 20th century piano music impressionistic for the most part you can hear that it's pretty random but then there are parts which sound pretty composed and as if someone had put a thought into them which didn't happen good that we clarified that yeah (laughs) um should we take a listen now let's take a listen
0: greatly apologize on this side you just heard my cat walk over the piano for two minutes you (laughs)
1: will now hear michael's actual song (laughs) very very funny um what i just now realized that, that it sounds pretty strange having the high notes on the left side and the bass notes on the right side because when on a real piano it's kind of reversed you know
0: yeah i get what you mean but it's not the the real piano is not so stretched out that you could actually make such a huge difference as panning really panning one of them left and one of them right
1: when you're playing the piano you can definitely hear which sounds are coming from which direction but then again when you're standing as an audience with the piano in front of you you couldn't yeah you're right so what's your feedback
2: yeah, I mean
0: it's it's really interesting to to know what came in what or what went into the process of this creation here.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I think it's cool that you call it a creation and not a song or a piece of music. <laughs> yeah, I mean as I
0: jokingly said it sounds a little like a cat walking over a piano even though i imagine that the stretch (laughs) is sometimes not doable (laughs) yeah um physically
1: as i said uh, uh, in in some parts of the song you can really hear that it's just random notes and other parts sound pretty composed and like there's like some someone wanted it to, to sound that way
0: yeah and i think where the piece suffers in air quotes it suffers the most are the parts where there are a lot of breaks like i imagine you rolled a lot of dice where there was one or two notes in a bar like in succession when there are some parts where you have i imagine five or six notes in the in the bar yeah. where it really and it almost follows a melodic line which is really nice. Yeah. Really really funny and then I I had two instances while listening where I started where I wanted to start talking again because I thought it was over <laughs> but it wasn't because there was yeah. um such a long break and you don't at, at some point you lose track of where the one is. Because it's so random and there are no accents, at least no definite accents. And there's also no rhythm instrument. So you don't know whether you're supposed to anticipate an ending or where you're
1: supposed to anticipate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I kind of like those pauses in between because it's like phrases that are loosely connected by single notes and it's it's like a it kind of sounds like a conversation to me
0: yeah i know what you mean and i think there are a lot of um, solos or a lot of melodic phrases in some of the songs i like in progressive music or jazz where di- exactly this is kind of the style that they like to follow this loosely connected phrasing yeah. But um, they're kind of saved, again, air quotes, by the context uh, of the the whole surrounding band. Like yeah, and
1: here we have no context.
0: Yeah, yeah I know like these mean. phrases are always packed into a broader construct. And yeah. here they're just they stand for themselves, basically.
1: I, I could try to put a swing pattern underneath that song to see yeah that's the swing pattern to see what it sounds like and to bring it in a rhythmical context which would work because you also could interpret this six eight as just triplets in a swing pattern maybe i'll do that and we can listen to it in the next episode to see if it's cooler with a i think it most definitely will be cooler with a rhythmical (laughs) context because that's just all, something a drummer is... would say. <laughs> you just said that it needs some kind of rhythmic context yeah, to know whether But is. I
0: I did not propose whether it would make it better or not, and you were like, Oh, it certainly <laughs> makes it better. I mean okay, Did you ever yeah. hear like the Carmina Burana? <laughs> Definitely needs some more drums, man.
2: <laughs>
1: needs <some> more cobra.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right.
1: I guess that's all we have to say about my song.
0: I will I will roll a dice for your um final result. <laughs> seven.
1: Ooh. Seven out of six or seven out of ten?
0: <laughs> seven out of six of course.
1: Ooh. Yeah. So then let's continue with your song. My
0: song follows from an idea perspective. <laughs> like a, a lot the same idea a lot of the same ideas that you have described so i was also rolling dice a lot but for me <laughs> it was um i m- made it a little easier for myself first of all let's go to my title my title is Iacta, which is cut out from the famous phrase alea Iactaest, est which is latin and was supposedly phrased by caesar i think before he started his his tenure as dictator of rome
1: yeah before he invented the famous salad
0: exactly (laughs) which which was so good that people were like i guess i could take this one as an authoritarian leader (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't like dictatorships but his salad is pretty damn good
1: (laughs) (laughs) coming from that And since... So what does that phrase mean? The dice have fallen.
0: Yeah. Like the fate has been decided for Rome. Yeah, but
1: word for word it's... What's what's it? Alia Iacta. No.
0: Yeah. Alea Iacta est.
1: And Iacta means dice in Latin. No, Alea. Alea. Then why did you take Iacta?
0: Because it was the best sounding of the word. (laughs)
1: Ah, okay. You have the best words, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I
0: I chose the so- the song name, I mean, I I based it on the fr- I based something of the song on the phrase from the start, but I chose this word as the title of the song, also because my song sounds a little spacey, and ejecta <laughs> sounds kind of like eject, like eject into space, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Since Caesar let me rephrase Caesar is a major figure in history, the key of my song is C major. Be clever. Yeah. Then I decided that I would take six chords um, and
1: Because Caesar was six years old sometime in his life. No.
0: I I, I guess he was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think he didn't skip that one so yeah makes sense <laughs> is Checks it b- out.
0: when he was born is it a boy or a girl it's a boy and he's seven years old <laughs> 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 uh, where was i yeah i decided six chords which are all played over eight quarter notes so it's an eight eight rhythm uh, it's a four-four rhythm, and you have two bars of one chord, and and you take six chords. So in total, you have twelve bars of four-four.
1: So like a blues. Yeah,
0: you could say that. And <laughs> I have. You could
1: say that, but please don't.
0: <laughs> it has nothing to do with my song, so keep <laughs> your blues out of this. Okay. Um. And what I did then was throw a dice to figure out which chords of course i based it on the c major scale so one c four would be f major uh, two would be d minor and then i thought uh, then i had this construct
1: but without the seven
0: yeah and then i thought to myself it's really uh, that's really bad for the seven i mean the seven is I mean, it's diminished by itself. I don't have to diminish it even further. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's true. <laughs> so I threw a dice to to see at which position in the A and B part, because I did this twice, um, mm-hmm. I should put in a 7 instead of whatever I had there. So okay. in the A part, it was at the second position and in the B part at the third position. Which gives me for the A part... Five, seven, two, four, one, one. And for the B part, one, four, seven, three, six, six. Which is very funny because in both A and B part I the last two dice throws were the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is also important because I I did something very stupid when recording. So I recorded You didn't this. press record. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's even more stupid than that if that's possible
1: it's not but okay um, please continue
0: i played uh, I, I mean i wrote it down i wrote for five, five, seven, two, four, one, one. i wrote g b d f c and then i just drew a line like a like a slash or something like that yeah. because it was another it should be another c you know i just yeah. <laughs> I, Made it easy for myself, even though C is not the most difficult letter to write.
1: <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever tried writing a B or a G?
0: Four. G is kind of like the deal breaker for me.
1: Yeah, but C is just, it's just mm. half, like half a circle.
0: Yeah, exactly. And everybody can draw a full circle. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just draw half that and you have a C. Or you draw the full circle, you cut it in the middle and then you have two C's. <laughs> then you <Whoa. laughs> then the next time you don't have to write it. Yeah, life hacks I, with really, Andy.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm really sorry that you have to listen to this, dear <laughs> listener. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> so Yeah the same continue. for
0: the B part which is C F B E A. And the a the second a is also again just a line, and then I played it and I recorded it and I put all the instruments in there and did a little, effects magic, ooh, and then, after being almost finished with the song, I was like, something doesn't seem right, and f- from the beginning on I was like, how huh, these six bars, uh, six chords. Over these eight bars, this twelve uh twelve bar form sounds really sounds really odd and it's amazing even though it's it's um it's not as odd as a five four or <laughs> measure that it sounds so odd and I was like huh but that's cool i that's really making my song interesting and then <laughs> i I had to Redo one MIDI, um, one MIDI layer of the keyboard, and I just wanted to copy one of one previous in one from the song previously, and I copied it there, and I copied it in twice, and then I I thought to myself, huh? And there are only ten chords. <laughs> Where the only ten chords, and then I realized. That for both A and B part, I did not play the second (laughs) C and the second A. So the last chord is always omitted. So now we have a a dice where one side of the dice, one face of the dice is invalid. (laughs) (laughs) But I decided to keep it in to show my shame to the public.
1: Shame, shame. Um so is is the song now in f- five four because no it's one still it's
0: still four four, but it's uh, it's a ten bar form now
1: okay, that's why it's sounding odd, yeah, because of the ten okay, I get it
0: okay, so yeah the that's basically it. that's the whole connection to the theme dice the instruments are were chosen deliberately by me and are. There's one guitar, which is equipped with every effect that I could find. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, a a lot of reverb. There's a reverse delay on it, which is where the reverse delay goes into a pitch shifter. So the, the re- reversed part of the delay comes out one octave higher. Ooh. But it's really it's really silent and you, you cannot hear it so well. <laughs> it's
1: really silent, you cannot hear it, but it's there. Yeah. <coughs> we <coughs> both have to know imagine. it. Okay.
0: Then I, okay. I have a keyboard, which is just a, some spacey keyboard sound. Also, again, with a lot of reverb. It's very, very dark sounding. Very, like, again, this space theme. Like, very, uh, like one small keyboard in... All of space, you know what I mean? Yeah. Very empty, this whole sound. And then... Very hollow. Yeah, exactly. Then I have another guitar which um, has only the reverb and a little delay, but normal delay, not the reverse one. And I was looking a lot for a, a drum sound which would fit it. I think I did not quite find the drum sound I wanted, but... Okay. Um... I took one that was very similar to what I imagined and I put, again, a lot of reverb on it, which is... Um, How
1: how did you do the reverse delay on the guitar?
0: It was on the XFX.
1: But how how does this work for a reverse? What's a reverse delay? Does it... That it doesn't mean that the delay comes before the node. It means that the delay is um the node reversed.
0: It means that what when you when you have a delay pedal. Yeah. What you get is um a delay time control and a feedback control. So the delay time yeah. says when the recorded in air quote part will get played again at the feedback uh, how often dial exactly. Yeah, and when you have a reverse delay, you you have a, it's just played in reverse. The but, same but only
1: thing. yeah, okay, now I get it. uh fir- first I thought that you meant that del- the the delay is coming before the the actual note, which wouldn't make sense. <laughs> which would make sense if it was a reverb and not a delay. And a reverse reverb, so to say, isn't possible with an effects pedal because it can't anticipate what you're going to play and then reverse it beforehand. So exactly. you, you could, you you can do the reverse reverb in the studio, which is often a very cool spacey effect, but it's not possible with an effect pedal. Exactly. Okay.
0: So yeah, um, that's about it.
1: Should we take a listen?
0: Yep. And we're back. What a wonderful song.
1: <laughs> is it though?
0: I just read yeah, from yes. your face.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really impressed by this one. I think it's one of your best songs so far. Yeah. The um, crowd
0: is going wild. <laughs>
1: um I I really really love the the chord progression. It sounds so cool because it's it's very on the one hand very majory but then with a a sad minory twist so to say it's a chord progression i would never come up with i guess
0: fate <laughs> it was fate yeah. that came it up fate. with it yeah it, it really was
1: yeah. yeah i i love the whole i think you're really good at doing those kind of soundscapes creating huge rooms with reverb and with d- delay y- you you know that in the
0: reverb in Cubase, there is a setting which is called room size. Just put it to 100. <laughs> That's the whole magic.
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's not just about the, the room size. It's about where you put it in the panorama and the this reverse delay sounds really, really great because you don't have this harsh attack from the note, but you have this kind of smooth tail at the end of every note. It, it sounds really great it's very psychedelic spacey i think that's the music you should focus on psychedelic space progressive rock or something like that that's where you're really good at it sounds really great <laughs> from um, now on i pledge
0: myself to psychedelic space rock no <laughs> s- prog sorry
1: psychedelic space prog um the only thing i'm not too happy about is that some of the notes are not a hundred percent in time which especially when working with so much delay um, doesn't sound that great when you're not a hundred percent in time because then the delay is not in time and together with the drums and the 16th note pattern on the drums it doesn't always fit perfectly and also when the drums are coming in the the first note you're playing on the guitar with together with the bass drum, they are also not quite in time. Yeah, it doesn't sound that great. But apart from that, I really like I really, really like the song. It's the sound and the pr- production, this one are very great because I think with your songs, I think it's not like you like in the, in the last episode, you were like, yeah, I'm so bad at this. Why am I doing this? I'm so shitty. It doesn't work like I want to. But I think for the most part, you're, it's just very sloppily produced. You have... There is often digital clipping with your songs, which could be avoided if you would put in the time and listen to it. And yeah. But on this one, I really like the, the sound and the production overall. Um, I also like the drums, which are often your weakest links with your songs. But on this one, the drums... Are really fitting the the drum sounds on the one hand, and also what the drums are playing. It's very simple, but it's just the right part for it.
0: What I don't like about the drums is that since they are MIDI drums, of course, you could yeah. like draw a pattern for volume in there or something, but it sounds so inhuman that every hi-hat hit is exactly the same.
1: Yeah, but that's what I like about it. I think yeah. that really thi- fits it. Sound it really sounds like an 80s drum machine which fits this spacey feel of it for me because on the one hand you have this organic reverby delay sound and on the other hand you have this machine-like drums keeping everything together i think those two are they're contrasting each other but in a good way Mm -hmm. this 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 could really be like in a movie soundtrack or something i imagine myself driving on an endless highway to reach someone I love and telling that person that I love her or something like that. That's the feeling the song evokes. So yeah, great job.
0: I'm pumping my fist. <laughs> <laughs> Not very audio friendly. But <laughs> <laughs> you want
1: to add something?
0: I really liked it. Given <laughs> And what makes me a little sad is that usually the songs I like most from, of my own production... ...are the ones yeah. where I where the most creative part of the whole thing... ...like coming up with the melody or the chords... ...is not done by me, but by some <laughs> random thing. <laughs> that makes me a little
1: sad. Maybe that's just your process... ...and maybe that's how you should work from now on. Maybe that's, that's the whole... ...machine decide.
0: I mean, Dice have been around for... ...forever. How can we know that Beethoven and all the other composers didn't just throw dice
1: Yeah, I, I think there so. is a, a a piece by Mozart that he composed throwing dice. Not sure what it's called, probably something with dice in the title. But yeah, people did that before us. It's w- not our.
0: Rondo w- alla dice.
1: <laughs> a little dice music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the magic dice suit. <laughs>
1: Um yeah, should we continue with the playlist?
0: Let's just play the jingle for analysis again and then we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. What a jingle. I mean this is really one of your of, of your best work. <laughs> Thank you. Did you throw that a dice for that one? For <laughs> <laughs>
1: um Awkward I, I didn't I didn't rate your song. Should I rate your oh, song?
0: Rate rate my song, please.
1: So I guess we're now doing that, rating each other's work.
0: Yeah, like but we're doing it like Conan in his clueless gamer <laughs>
1: things. You know that? Yeah, yeah, I know it. <laughs> okay. I'd give it eight point five dice out of eleven dice. What? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And here is the playlist. (laughs) Playlist. Do you want to start?
0: Yeah, let's let me start with one thing. Coming up with a song for this theme was really, I mean a song for the playlist was even harder than coming up with the concept to actually compose something, which really says a lot about your topic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so um my first song is from the soundtrack of casino royale the james bond movie and it's the yeah. title track or not the title track but it's the title card track i guess you could t- say i don't know how do you how do you call these things i'm not sure yeah i mean it's let's
1: just get it (laughs) over just get it over (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) it's you know my name by chris cornell the late chris cornell yeah
1: that's it that's the song (laughs) okay so my first song is called wicked game by chris isaac because i couldn't think of any dice related songs i thought of game related songs because games dice you know so wicked game i think
0: wicked song wicked (laughs) Wicked song (laughs) wicked game is a wicked song
1: oh yeah i really like it it is what's your second song
0: my second song is and this is going to be a long explanation by comparison it's (laughs) who's gonna work it out by the gregory brothers and i chose this song because it features joseph gordon levitt the actor. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a role in Inception, a movie where everybody has a certain totem which tells them if they're in reality or the dream. Uh, the most famous of which is the the spinning thing, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> that is... <laughs>
1: the spinning whatever,
0: <laughs> yeah. okay. What do you call that? I don't know. A Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> and... Leonardo DiCaprio which is not Leonardo DiCaprio's totem it's his wife's totem actually which is also something that really confused me about the movie all the time but um, his Joseph Gordon Levitt's totem is a dice so yeah
1: that wasn't that long an explanation it was
0: longer than the last one
1: (laughs) yeah that's true um, my second song is called My Favorite Game by The Cardigans. Because here we also have this game connection. Mm-hmm. And it's a really fun song.
0: You're a fan of cardigans, right?
1: <laughs> of wearing them or of listening to them? Both. Yeah, both. <laughs> I guess you could say that.
0: Michael is a cardigan person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, isn't there a scene in New Girl where... I think Schmidt is talking and then Nick is like, I can see your lips moving, but all I can hear is cardigan, cardigan, cardigan. <laughs> because he's wearing a cardigan.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's that. Um, I think we should also put the the bands I mentioned earlier when talking about the YouTube channels um, on the playlist. Like um, Desire by Dilly Dally and pristine by snail mail and also um, daymare by portrayal of guilt
0: what is it called which one the last one
1: daymare like nightmare but with Ah, day by portrayal of guilt i thought mayor
0: like the leader of the town (laughs) no mayor by day (laughs) nightmare by night
1: Um. Yeah, I discovered those bands through those YouTube channels, and they're all great. Anything you want to add?
0: Um. I don't think so. I have. You didn't
1: mention any bands today, did you? I
0: don't think so. No.
1: Okay. Hmm. Well, then I guess that's it for the playlist.
0: Dum, 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 dum.
1: That's not how the jingle sounds.
0: <laughs> I don't care. I'll make my own jingle with blackjack. And
1: (laughs) to (laughs) Playlist. Do you want to talk about our social media presence? Our social media presence
0: is mostly on Twitter. Where you can find us following the handle at evenscorepod. You can find Michael with the handle at mojo And myself, you can find following the handle Drew's Grooves. So yeah, follow us, tweet at us. We always appreciate something that you write to us. Write a message, the DMs are open, so you don't even have to follow us if you really re- resent <laughs> the feeling of following (laughs) this podcast (laughs) you can also uh, get a comment at soundcloud where we are hosted you can listen to us on spotify overcast castbox player fm basically any podcatcher that you can imagine or let's say any podcatcher that we could imagine because (laughs) everywhere where i look you can find us (laughs) and on itunes you can also rate us you
1: cannot Just give only. us a 4 or 5 star rating. Yeah. Or Throw a
0: dice and, <laughs> and give us whatever comes out.
1: <laughs> yeah, Um and Andy is now going to tell you next episode's theme because he is the one deciding it. The next episode's theme is going to be... Hmm. You have nothing prepared. No, Henry. I have something,
0: but I don't know how to put it in one word. Hmm. Yeah let's uh, A pretty patriotic theme uh, I think our next theme
1: Should be Ibiza <laughs> Okay That's a great theme <laughs> Yeah I think That's it for this episode Thanks for listening Please tune in next time Goodbye Wear a condom <laughs> Goodbye. Is that really gonna be
0: a new <laughs> In your good faith, right, yes. I, I think mean, so. Yeah. yeah. Do you think people listen to us to get into it, you know? <laughs>